Hello, friends, and welcome to Coach Cuts Corner. Streaming bright from Michigan's capital city, this podcast is dedicated to helping you better understand the who, the what, and the why of mental performance, personal growth, and Lansing Stars baseball. Coach Cuts Corner, brought to you by iWash. In collaboration with Lansing Community College. And now here's your host, Stephen Cutter. Welcome back, or welcome to Coach Cuts Podcast. I am Stephen Cutter, and today I'm joined in studio by Noah Bright. Noah is a sophomore catcher for the Lansing Stars baseball team, and he just recently announced his commitment to further his education and baseball career at Division I Richmond University. Go Spiders! <laughs> welcome to the show, Noah. Thanks, Cut. Let's jump right in. Congratulations on your commitment. Thank you. What yeah. was that like? It was pretty sweet. Um, I, I went and visited, and I kind of made a quick decision. They sold me, that's for sure. They did their job. I think it's going to be a really good opportunity for me, so I'm, I'm pretty pumped. Excellent. So I want to talk to you today about mindset, failure, some lessons that you maybe learned along the way. Yeah. You know, not only at being an athlete, but as a student. And when you combine student-athlete, you need to juggle a whole lot of things. And oh, yeah. You want to be excellent. You need to be really, really good at juggling a lot of things. You do those things well. As we jump in here, I want to um, ask you, tell me what's written on your bathroom mirror. I have control what I can control written on my bathroom mirror right now. Why? Um, You know, it's definitely something we talk about a lot, controlling the controllables in every situation that you're given um, on the baseball field. It's probably most important because... You can't control the weather. You can't control the umpire. You can't control the other team. If you control what you can control, your effort, your attitude, all that stuff, um, you're bound to have success. And I think really realizing that has been a key in my success in every aspect of life. Just kind of letting go of the things that I can't control and really focusing on everything that I can't control. So I'm a big believer in that statement for sure. And then the opposite of it, do you feel that that really affects people if you're, oh, yeah. you know, because if you're oh, yeah. focused on how many bad drivers there are in the world, your reticular activating systems going off in your brain and you're finding bad drivers all over the place. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, if you, you think there's bad people, you're going to find bad people. Uh, For if sure. you buy a new car and it happens to be red, all of a sudden you start seeing all those red cars all over the place. So it's, it's somewhat of a law of attraction. Some ways good, yeah, and on the opposite side of it, some ways bad. Yeah, for sure. You committed to a Division One program out of high school. Yep. But you showed up and realized that it wasn't a good fit for you just personally. Yeah. Then you came to Lansing. Yeah. Why Lansing? You're not from here. Yeah, no. I'm from about an hour and a half away, Macomb, Michigan. You know, I I knew Lansing had had a good team the year before. I knew some kids on the team. And I knew I wanted to go the JUCO route. I was pretty sure of it, at least, because out of high school, I was pretty sure I was going to go JUCO. Um, I was really, yeah. I was either going to go to Tyler down in Texas, who had just won a national championship, or um, I was also talking. I went and visited uh, Central Florida, who is right now, as of like yesterday, the number one ranked Division One JUCO team. So you you like winners? Oh yeah, I like winning. <laughs> And that's what I definitely thought I was going to do. And then the Charleston Southern opportunity came about. 
But after realizing that wasn't the fit for me, you know, I knew LCC was a winning program. And obviously it was a new coach. You'd come in. I didn't know anything about the previous coach. I just knew kids that had played, you know, for LCC. So I called you, didn't answer, got a direct that, message on that's Twitter. That's normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Left, him, left a voicemail. And, you know, I just wanted to win. I wanted to have fun, win, and play. What have you learned about yourself in your time here at Lansing? Well, I think one of the biggest things that I've learned was, you know, at CSU, I, I learned to hate baseball for a small period of time. I hated it. I dreaded going to practice. I look, I looked forward to hitting by myself more than I did going and doing stuff with a team. And I think the, the biggest thing that I learned here is how to have fun, how to love the game. And I'm super grateful for that because I wouldn't be as good as I am if I wasn't having fun. So I think that's my number one, without a doubt. Yeah, that's, I think with anything, you, you want to try to find enjoyment in what you do. Yeah. None of us are guaranteed really anything beyond this moment right here. Yep. And you, you kind of think a little bit. It makes you think you're still young enough. But think about when people work 30 years in a job and it's 30 years, whether it's Monday to Friday or whatever the schedule might be, but it's 30 years that they, they just hate. And, yeah. and if you're working 40 hours a week, think about how many hours of your lifetime that you're doing something that you hate yeah, um, or, sure. or just do not like at all. We talk a lot about just being passionate, you know, finding something that you can do that you're passionate about. And, and you definitely show on the field, you know, you're passionate about the game and you're passionate about your teammates and that passion bleeds over to others. Yeah. And that's what helps create really good cultures, also known as really good environments. Yeah, no doubt. I think a lot of it, you know, I've learned a lot of that from my family, too. Um, my dad has been a huge key in that. At his office, he has everything in there for his employees just to make work fun. He's got beanbags set up, you know, bags. Yeah. Cornhole. Are you good at bags? I'm pretty good. My dad thinks he's. Is it bags or is it cornhole? I call it bags. Okay. I think that's it might be cornhole. Whatever. I'm not sure. Um, he's got a. He's got a basketball hoop in the parking lot. Uh, he's got a golf simulator in there. Nice. Everything. Massage chair. He just bought a PlayStation 5. Sweet. You know, and I've, having fun has been a huge key for me. So I've kind of learned if you don't love what you're doing, then why do it? Right. So coming out of high school, as we circle back a little bit, you realize that the dream was Division One baseball. And I think that's most most oh, yeah. kids' dreams in whatever sport they might be playing. That's, that's their dream. And sometimes those come to fruition and sometimes they don't and they need to go other routes. But you realized it wasn't a good fit for you. Yeah. You came here. I think you definitely understand what a right fit is now. Oh, yeah. How do, how do you know that the next place you're going to Richmond, how do you know that's a good fit? How, how did you know that? Um, I think one of the biggest things that I was looking for was somewhere that wanted me. I wanted to be somewhere that wanted me there as much as I wanted to be there. And I didn't know that in high school. You know, I just got this opportunity out of nowhere and I took it. I couldn't do a visit or anything because of COVID. And they showed me that they wanted me like no school has ever shown me before. They paid for my flight. They paid for my hotel. They paid for all my food. I talked to the players, you know, it was just a super good experience. And, you know, I made sure I talked to the players about what it's like. I kind of decided like, yeah, I think this is going to be a good place for me to be for sure with everything that they're offering. 
So, so when will you when will you head down there? August, I think. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. not too focused on that, but yeah, like pretty August, ex- pretty exciting. Yeah. So tell me, as a student athlete, who we already say student athletes, no matter the sport, already abnormal yeah. because your schedule is abnormal. You know, it's not a nine to five. It's early mornings at times. It's late nights. It's long bus rides. It's it's doing schoolwork on a bus. It's doing schoolwork in an airport. It's 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 all those things. What does a typical day look like for Noah Bright? Yeah, um, I'd say I wake up about seven, seven thirty every day, sometimes earlier. It just depends on the day. You know, whenever I wake up, I wake up. So you don't set an alarm? Uh, I set a oh crap alarm, and that's about seven thirty. Okay, because uh, I think if I sleep in past seven thirty, something's wrong. I didn't get to bed on time or something, and I'm usually up before my alarm every day. And I wake up, I eat something, changes every day. You know, I like trout, I like Starbucks, or I'll cook some eggs on Marco's uh, griddle. Then I go lift. Usually, I come back, get ready for the day get some homework done. I I always like to do my homework in the morning. I'm not a, I don't like to push things off. Do you have a lot of homework? I did in the fall. I had 19 credits. Right now I'm wow, taking 15. that's incredible. Yeah, I took 19 credits in the fall. So that was a lot. So in the fall, I was super on top of my stuff. I was doing homework for hours in the morning. Right. And then we have practice around 1.30 to 2 every day. It changes. And I leave about... 11.45, get there at noon, get my extra stuff in before my mobility, extra receiving, whatever it is, you know, that I need to get in for that day. Go to practice after that, depending on how I feel for that day. If I get, felt like I got in my work, I'll stay. If I don't feel like, or if I did feel like I got in my work, I'll go back, get my recovery and I got the compression boots, Mark Pro, cupping, all that stuff. I actually have a Yeti cooler set up in my bathroom right now with ice in it and water. I've been waking up every morning and putting my, my ankles in it. So it's funny. I have a chair in that Yeti cooler in my bathroom right now. It looks kind of funky, but yeah. get my recovery in, eat, make sure I got all my stuff done for the day. Um, and I'm in bed by like nine to sleep by like nine thirty. Yeah. Yeah. That's abnormal. Right. And to be, to be uncommon or abnormal, you, somewhat need to embrace it, love it, and chase yeah. after it. Yeah, for sure. At the time of this recording, we're getting ready to leave for our spring trip. Oh, yeah. Arkansas, Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, Missouri. You know, as we earlier mentioned, we're going to spend over 45 plus hours on a bus over about 12 or 13 days. We're going to play some great nationally ranked teams, including Pearl River, Meridian, what are you most excited about about the spring trip this year? I'm excited for just being with the guys and playing the best players in the country. You know, I'm excited about the competition. You know, I'm not a fan of playing John Smith from whatever college. I want to play the guys, you know. What about I just the, want to compete. What about the facilities? Oh, they're sweet. Pro River's got a really nice field. Meridian Stadium's sweet. I remember last year the home runs, the blinking lights. You know, they got some cool stuff. It's no doubt. Yeah. Um, so it's always fun to play at places like that, for sure. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the competition. I'm excited about you know just being with the guys for 12 days or whatever it is, something like that. 
but you're with the guys seven days a week anyway. So what's yeah. the, what's the difference? Sleeping with them, I guess. <laughs> Sleeping with them, yeah, right next to them on a bed. What's mm. what's your greatest memory here with the stars? What's what sticks out to you? Uh, Enid last year, easily. Um, Why? We beat Kellogg in the second game of the series to go to Enid. Don't even remember the score. We whooped them. Okay, it was like seventeen, right? We were scored like seventeen to eight or something like that. I, I'm where my feet are. Yeah, I'm I have present. No idea. So. I have no idea. Um, then we went to Enid, which that was our goal all year, you know, go to Enid. And it was the coolest atmosphere I've ever played in. The Pearl River game was electric. It was my birthday, May 30th, 2022. We played at like 11 o'clock at night. The game started super late. So it was right. a night it was, game. It was a weather delay. It was supposed to kick yeah. off at like eight. It was on Memorial Day, I believe. Yep, Memorial Day. And they had a big celebration, a huge flag that was, you know, oh, yeah. covered the field and had, the, I think they honored an umpire. Yeah, the and, you umpire know, just, that. just did a lot of stuff. And then whether it was weather, the games yeah. before or whatever, but a game that was supposed to start at 8 doesn't end up starting till about 11 o'clock at night, yeah. which that's a huge thing too. because, oh, yeah. And that's probably why that's a memory to you because it was different. You know, oh, yeah. I think we showed up and then we laughed and we, you know, we had to figure some stuff out. It wasn't the, the usual, but yeah. Enid is different. And there's a reason why they've hosted the College World Series Division Two Junior College Baseball for quite a number of years now. It's different. The city embraces the baseball teams oh, yeah. that come there. It's it's like the only thing that's happening that week for right. the yeah. city. It's, it's everyone def- comes. Definitely the city one shuts of the, down. the bigger things in the city. So, yeah. It was really cool. And I remember, um, you know, the, the little travel team, the 11, that we, we were with the whole time. We got to do some stuff with them. That was really cool. You know, went to that game place where we threw the stars and the axes and stuff. And that was cool. Played dodgeball with them. Opposite-handed, of course. Yeah, opposite-handed. I do remember that. Yeah. When was the last time you cried? Um, about, what's this? What are we? end of February but I'd say actually like a month ago um my dad was having some health issues um and I wasn't really I didn't know what was going to happen um he called me crying actually in the middle of leadership one day um and I was like holy crap I think I've seen my dad cry one time Okay. It was, when it was we, probably an animal, right? Yeah, it was when we put my, my dog <laughs> right. down. Yeah. Um, and I, I couldn't, I was like, holy crap, something's wrong. He told me he's going to have surgery. Um, and after leadership, I bolted home and I sat in the parking lot of the emergency room for hour, like a couple hours because they wouldn't let me in because my mom was in there and you can only have one guest. Um, and I got a call from my mom and said, they're not doing the surgery. I was like, what, what the heck? Um, but, you know, everything's good now. He's back to normal. Good. So, yeah, that was the last time I cried. Which, before that, I couldn't tell you. Actually, before that, it was when I transferred. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So wow. I think Jim Valvano, the late, great Jim Valvano, Jimmy V, used to say, you know, if you can have a day where where you laugh and, and you cry and you, you know, show emotion and show appreciation, you know, that that's a good day. Yeah, that's for sure. a really good day. Yeah. I'm an emotional person. That's for sure. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, I am too. So what makes 
what makes LCC so special? What is it? If you could put your finger on on it, which is pretty hard to do, yeah. I believe. Yeah, but, but you can't really, I feel like you can't totally describe it if you're not a part of it. You can't, you know, just put it in words. But I think the best description I'd say is our team is so special and so uncommon and it's unlike any other team I've ever been a part of. I've never felt closer to a group of guys than I have here. You know, it was like I came here, I transferred, and I was immediately, like, welcomed by everyone. That was not the case where I was at before. Definitely not. You know, I was a freshman. You the 24-year-old seniors. Oh, you're a freshman. Whatever. But it it's it's such a loving group. You know, we all love each other. And I think that bond is what makes us so successful. You know, when one person's down, another person's picking them up. When that person's down, the other person's picking them up. And it it has taught me what a true team looks like. I don't know if I'll ever be a part of a team that works in the same way. You know, we went to Enid last year with 29 guys. 27. Yeah, 27. Mm-hmm. And that's that doesn't say exactly what I'm saying, then I don't know what does because – forever had what 45 right. which we have now but right. i mean that it just shows it's a true brotherhood you know and you know maybe we didn't have the most talent last year but we all picked each other up and we all played for each other and that's what made us so successful last year and i think we have even more of it this year and then you take our campus yeah it's unreal it we're is. a junior college it, it's, I mean, it's pretty crazy it's nicer than my old campus for sure and then you take our home field muni yeah now we're we're on a 53 game road trip before we get to open up with a home game so you know 28 in the fall and then all the stuff that we're doing in the spring and then you know obviously postseason stuff last year it's been a long time since we played a home game there yeah but muni's special too there's a lot of history yeah a ton of history at the field and i think that's what makes us so cool that we're able to play there is because, you know, you go around the town of East Lansing, Lansing, everyone knows what Muni is because there's so many games played there. You do, you, know? do you ever work on the field at Muni? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've done our fair share of stuff there for sure. We've turned we've turned that place into being a pretty sweet field. Um, we rebuilt the dugouts, the the lines we do all the time, uh, the cutouts at first and third. The infield the, surface, yep, I mean, the inf- yeah, you everything. guys, you guys have everything. definitely done a lot. Yeah, so. ton of stuff, which is cool. Well, I think that's going to be a wrap. Thank you, Noah, for coming in today. I enjoyed our time. I hope yeah. you enjoyed yourself. For and sure. And go Stars. Yeah, go Stars. Thanks, Scott. Coach Cut's Corner is recorded live in the WLNZ studios. Engineering and production assistance are provided by Dedalian Lowry. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, please share it and follow us on all the platforms of social media. You can find more about our program at lccstars.com. And donations to our baseball program can be made at the same site. See you next time. Coach.